Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. This is episode 108. My name is Carlos Spicy Wiener and with me today is Tits McGee. God damn you. You said I had to be Mrs. H. All right, then I'll be Mr. H then. All right. Such a disappointment in our lives being each other. (laughs) Can I be Mrs. H? You can be. Oh, hello everyone. You can be in and around Mrs. H if you like. I'm going to be doing that as soon as we finish this podcast. Oh, do you know I've noticed something really interesting after 108 episodes of podcasting? What's that? You do a little cute air punch when you go, welcome to the bedhoppers. Yeah, have you not noticed this no. until now? This is, I like to have a lot of energy at the start of it. I've never noticed the little yeah, air punch. Have you not? The air punch. I'm going to try and film it next You're time. You're the best around. <laughs> Thank you for downloading us anyway and welcome. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and all that punch. stuff. Good air punch. Very good. So the first thing I want to say is um, if you've turned up and did a Patreon thing for us. Oh, yeah, And you've subscribed to that. You are fucking incredible, amazing, all those good words. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we are so, so honoured that a number of people, not mm. just like one, but not like a number, <laughs> like have actually subscribed. And that's amazing. So uh, last month we released a special edition of the Borgie episode. Oh, yes, we did. So it was the more serious episode. The, the, the less sexy, <clears throat> but slightly more talky version. But it's there, you know, it's a more bonus thing. Yeah, and, and a picture of us. So we're doing well on Patreon. There was a picture? There was a picture. I yeah. haven't signed up for Patreon. Well, yeah, I know. Should I? Yeah, you should do, really. What do I get? Do I get a t-shirt? No, you get to moderate. What? I know, it's really, really exciting. Yeah, have you actually given me some power? But, yes. Oh, I'm, go and check I'm starting to regret this. Let's, how do I withdraw this power immediately? Anyway, the point was that I wanted to make was um, if you've signed up for our Patreon, which is at uh, patreon.com forward slash bedhoppers UK, um, thank you. You are amazing and we love you and adore you. I'm immediately going to put a video of you air punching on it. The best around. <laughs> yep. So uh, That's just... such a let advert for razors. The best a man can get. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's also been used in movies and stuff, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. I fine. think you're channeling some like razors there. I was thinking more like rocky type stuff, maybe. Like a little montage of yeah, like, like power. And yeah, stuff. I'd like punch some meat, punch your <laughs> punch buns. Some meat. Yeah, I'd run up some steps, maybe four or five of them. You mean like beat some meat? Punch the meat. 
Punch the meat. <laughs> Punch the meat. Anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to say before we go into this episode proper is that we had some really, really positive feedback on the last episode. Which That's because we said things like pussy. Did we? Mm-hmm. You okay. make me. Well, it did get quite naughty. Um, <laughs> this episode is less naughty. Well, I could say pussy every 15 minutes if you like. Nonetheless valuable, I'm going to say. So um, lots of people told us that, that it was really hot and yeah. that they had problems standing up afterwards. <clears throat> Especially on trains. On trains, yeah, we had a bit of that. Um, we recorded the episode and immediately had to go and fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I we also fuck. know. I am fuck. Lord of fuck. <laughs> and then friends that listened to it and that were also involved. Also went and did and that. Fucked. Sadly so, not with us. No. Because they were far away. They're far away. These ones are really <laughs> close. Those ones are far <laughs> away. Anyways, um, if you sent us some feedback about the episode, thank you very much. Uh, or I'm, if you had to go and fuck, then tell us. Yeah, you know, why not tell us if you had to go and fuck. Please send your messages to Mrs. H. I don't want to know about your fucking... What? Yeah, you can do okay. that. Yeah, you're gonna make me some almighty power of admin. No, fuck. you'll just get like a bunch of cum tributes, and you can handle that. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. Well, I know exactly how you feel about that because we had a cum tribute just last week, and you were like, "Ugh, oh, Ugh. it was like Ugh. a squeezy mayonnaise bottle." It's still yes. going. Yes, Ugh. I saw that. My goodness, like he... you were trying to hide your phone away, like yeah. it would stop it. A gentleman was a, um, I believe it's called a heavy cummer. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you for that added description at the start of the show. Very much appreciated. So what is this episode about? Well, Mm. this is all about rules and boundaries. Now, I know for some people the word rules is a dirty, horrible word and they don't like it. You're not going to tell me what to do. Mm. It implies, I think, maybe some power and some kind of organised set of rules that you, you cannot stray from, maybe. Well, I think there's some negative connotations for some people about rules, right? Sure. But for me, I like to think of rules as enablers in many ways, because, like, if you're playing a game, there are rules to it. Uh, are there? I've never found any. What, to a game? <laughs> this explains a lot. All right, so you play Pokemon <laughs> Go. There are bound there's to be no rules. rules to nah, that. there's no rules. Well, there's going to be boundaries that are set by the game. All right, I agree. All maybe, right, can you drive around in a car at 45 miles an hour picking up Pokemon? Yes, if you're a passenger. If you're a passenger, uh, can you? All right, what about 50 miles an hour? You can. You can, can you do, do it? it. You just can't drive a car and do it. Uh, okay. Because then there's a rule involved with breaking A, the speed limit, and B, using your mobile phone while driving. All right, fine. So there are rules involved in that. Okay, fine. Okay. There's some so, rules. But, you know, sometimes rules can be a pain, granted. So what we're really talking about, I suppose, are those sort of behaviours, those boundaries, those contracts that you have between you and your partner... Or just yourself, agreements, agreements <clears throat> that you've put in place to help you in your non-monogamous journey. Yeah. I, I mean, even fair. yeah, even if it's just um, a conversation where you kind of talk about things that you definitely don't want to do or see or happen. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm really conscious of is that we bunged a whole load of rules when we started <laughs> this whole journey. In fact, one of our, our big rules was that we weren't ever going to full swap. I think I don't know if that was ever a rule that we we didn't think we would relax at some point, but at the time it seemed like an impossible point to get to because well, we were very scared. I think there was that. I think there was um, also it was mainly they were getting into this just to meet single mm-hmm. women. Yeah. So that was kind of one of our things that we would never play separately. That we you know never be any anal. There were loads of rules that we put in place. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's really that really struck me and why I wanted to bring this episode to you, gentle listener, <laughs> was that over the course of the last 18 months, some of those rules have had a little bit of flex to them, a okay. little bit of a change. Now, 
in that regard, you could probably call them boundaries, I suppose, and that they have flexible boundaries mm -hmm. that can shift and evolve. Some things that you agree with your partner are hard. No. So we know things like safe sex for us are always really important. Yeah. Um, but some rules have a little bit more flex. Okay. So what I wanted to do is talk about these. I've got three occasions in mind that I think it's worth talking about. So we're going to have a chat about those. And um, we're gonna mm, I was going to also say over the last 18 months, there's obviously been some boundaries put in place which weren't of our making oh yeah so the, the pandemic for example well one of my one of my questions later on is all about the pandemic and if that has made a difference to our rules mm. or the way that we think about playing so we'll come back to that yeah. i think that'll be an interesting one hopefully to tackle um hopefully we'll get a couple of sexy stories in there in the meantime mm -hmm. and then we've also got some comments from people on twitter where they've answered the question as well quite the debate mm. the mass debate uh, uh, we do enjoy a little bit of a mass debate <laughs> so the first one that i want to refer to uh, is one of our more popular podcasts that we've ever done mm -hmm. uh, that we've talked about which is actually dp day whenever you say that i always think of dpd like DPD. The parcel deliveries <laughs> so yoko will immediately run downstairs and start barking at this one no, that's right? yodel <laughs> <laughs> does anybody like yodel no, Just rating postal services. Thank yeah. you for joining us today. DPD Day. DPD Day. <laughs> so DPD Day, if you haven't heard about it, is a day where we got together with our good friends, His Cock, Her Tail, yeah. and eventually ended up trying double penetration. And DVP. And double vaginal penetration. Mm. Okay. So to do that, I yeah. actually ended up in another lady's <laughs> bottom, right? <laughs> It sounded like you tripped. Slip, tripped, and well, actually, no. <laughs> she was quite encouraging of in this. Her bottom. Yeah, at least I think she was. Anyway, so I actually <laughs> fucked another woman's ass. Is that better? What? What you tell me? Was it? Well, well, <laughs> yes, someone else fine. was inside her, right? The terminology is fine. It's yes, fine. Okay. and it was always something that we we decided that it wouldn't feature in our play dynamic because, mm -hmm. and that was my boundary. I remember setting that because I didn't want to see you do that. I'm not so worried about that boundary. Though. Well, and I also, I'm not sure how you would have felt conversely if you'd seen a guy um, fuck me in the ass. Actually, um, was that something that you would have not wanted to see or would have been okay with? I don't. I don't think at the start of our adventures, I'm sort of more open to that now. Not being fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Finally. Um, yeah, finally. <laughs> I didn't say whether it was by a man or a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. So you don't like the idea of a woman fucking me in the ass? <gasps> no. Oh, goodness. There you go. There's a boundary that's still there for me. There we go. Oh, no. I well, wanna, look, that's my What you my can't area. see, listener, is Mrs. H's face. She's like lit up with rage here. She's Ooh. actually doing a little bit of lip biting about this, <laughs> about how angry she is over this one. Oh, I want that for myself. You want that for yourself? For now. Depends on who the other person is, I suspect. Yes, but for now. But for I now. I think that's something, I'm, that's something I'm not really open to <laughs> you exploring. <laughs> I just think I'd feel, I'd feel if, jealous. But if it was a guy, you'd be okay with it? What, with a real penis? Yeah. Rather than a strap-on? Yeah. Odd, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the, it's the power play. Is it the power? I, I think it's because the idea of a... A woman pegging you, mm. you might find that extremely hot. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Uh, and I find it extremely hot, but I don't want someone else to give you that hotness. Okay. For me, that's for now. For now, that's mine. That's yours. To give it? you. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So on DP Day. Yes. So I fucked someone else in the ass, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that was never on our list. That was always something you were very, very sort of against the idea You're of. You're right. It was, definitely. But <clears throat> at the time, I also knew that 
DP was something at some point I knew I'd probably want us to try. Mm-hmm. Ergo, you're going to have to fuck someone in the ass to do it. <laughs> you can't do it without doing it. So I do understand that at some point I was going to have to revisit that, that, ra- that boundary I'd set myself and yeah. to kind of get my head around it. I think what I still would refrain from wanting to see is you just having anal with someone. Okay. But weirdly, the, the DP thing is That like, rarely comes okay. up in conversation, to be fair. Well, please, please have anal with me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's only ever happened once or twice. It has happened a couple of times. Yeah. People have wanted They've that. Wanted and I'm it. like, no. And I've had to be a martyr. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I cannot do this for you on this one occasion. <laughs> Come back in three years, though. We may oh, have changed. break another rule. <laughs> yeah, we, we've broken enough rules where we don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> okay. So that rule evolved, didn't it? It became more of a boundary. Yeah. But I think part of the reason why that flexed was because of the people that we were with who we really deeply oh, trust. Oh, yeah, totally. I wouldn't just relax that rule for anybody. Like, um, you wouldn't just relax that ass for anybody, no. No, no, absolutely. It had to be people that meant something on a level to me. There was a connection there mm-hmm. and I trusted them. Yeah. And I absolutely knew that the, the play dynamics worked and that we could all be comfortable. Because yeah. I also don't think that it's necessarily something that's going to um, <clears throat> play out the way it does in porn. So everything's perfect and... People are just like popping it in and like, <laughs> and it, all the angles are right. Of course, it's going to be a right laugh, isn't it? Because it's going to be times when it's not going to go quite to plan and you're going to have to have a bit of a sense of humour okay. to get that right. So how would you feel about a guy having anal with you? Oh, you mean not in the realm of DP? Not in the realm of DP, just, just having anal, just with, having anal with you. Mm. Um, I, I don't really think it's crossed my mind that much. No? It's not something I actively really seek out. No, it's... as a as a kind of oh my goodness, I wish this could happen. Mm. I mean, if we do, I enjoy it, but I don't. I don't necessarily. It's not a go to thing that I seek as a. I think I there's really like there's this. like a magic hour every six and a half months <laughs> where you're just in the right frame of mind for anal. Yeah, totally, and I reserve that for you um, because I kind of feel like it's a bit of a big deal. I don't know why, but for me, it is kind of something that we don't do a lot of. So when mm. it does happen, I kind of feel like it's. Yeah, it's kind of, it's really hot, but I don't want to give that to anybody. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. So they have to have enough bed hopper points, <laughs> be a trusted <laughs> companion and yeah. Mm. How, I mean, how do you feel about that? Would would that be, if, um, if I said, oh, I want this guy to um, do I, that? I think, in the, I, I think I'm more open to the idea of it than I would have been at the start of things. Um I, th- I think there is a sort of, well, if you can do that, then I can do that sort of approach, as, oh, yeah, as we both have. Um, but I'm not, I, I wouldn't dismiss it. So if you were really, really keen on doing it with somebody, I'd be like, okay. But at the same point, I'd also be, uh, excuse me, where's my turn on that? <laughs> like, where's, where was my once uh, six months or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, I, moment, could, so. I could understand you. Yeah. You're saying that. So I'd immediately have to fuck you in the ass first oh. just to get my ticket done and then, then they can have a go. That's fine. I wow. think that's how it would work. Yeah. She's all yours. I've warmed her up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I left something in there. You might find that. Yeah. grim. <laughs> so the second incidence of rule bending mm-hmm. was actually playing in another room. And this mm. happened quite quite recently, recently, didn't it? So we talked mm. about this in our last episode. If you've not heard that one, please go and listen to it. It's really hot. Mm. Uh, you'll enjoy it, hopefully. But one of the situations that, that occurred, if you haven't listened, was that Mrs. H went into another room and played. Mm-hmm. 
whilst I remained in a room and played. Now, there was some discussion over, over the actual facts of this. but There was some ambiguity about how I ended up in the room. I think we all decided that I was right in this situation. That's not true. And that you were utterly wrong. All the people scallywag. present that night decided that I was picked up en masse and traversed It wasn't the, the other fucking room. wave. It wasn't like carrying you out to sea. Do you know what? It was exactly like that. It was like being at a phone party. No, it fucking wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> the fact remains that you played in a different room. Yes. And right. then later on that evening, you asked to play in a different room. I did. I asked your permission. There we go. Mm. So that's <laughs> quite a flex on our rules, on one of our original oh, sort of, you know, we don't play 100%. separately. And in fact, we, we're fairly staunch about this, that we tend to play in, a, in, a, in one room where we can see each other and preferably reach out and touch each other. I think originally it was because we did want the ability to reach out and be involved with each other as well but also i think what you can't see i.e if you're in a different room you i think if you're not if you're not used to that dynamic and you're you're not 100 about wanting to do it in the first place then you can very quickly jump to conclusions in your mind that something's going down and oh my goodness what if they're doing the anal what if they're doing <laughs> all the stuff and i can't see it because i'm not involved and i'm not there i need to be there to keep an eye on it so almost in kind of um, a bit of an observatory capacity, I think if you can glance up occasionally and just see what's happening, you're like, okay, yeah, it's cool. I think I'm, okay I'm, with I'm that. fairly capable of not doing anal if, if I'm not allowed to. <laughs> it's not like I'm like, just that's my constant gunning <laughs> approach. But uh, I mean, also you kind of ask yourself, why do you want to go to another room? What's important that you have to take yourself away from the, the you know, your, your partner to go somewhere private. Well, and, and I ask you this yes, question. So what was important to you about going away and you having... You the time I asked? Yes. Right. So the reason I wanted to go away the time I asked is because um, there were quite a few people in the room at the time. So it wasn't just the four of us. It wasn't just me and you and, you know, there was quite a bunch of us. And the idea of being taken away from all of those people somewhere private with just me and her was quite appealing because it was it was just a bit more I could probably focus a bit more on enjoying a moment mm -hmm. because I, I hadn't obviously um reached orgasm at night anyway yeah. at that point and I was I think I thought if I was somewhere nice and quiet with just this one-on-one -on -one kind of thing it might might be more enjoyable for me yeah okay selfishly all right <laughs> rather than lots of people being involved so how do you feel about playing in another room now? <clears throat> so again, I think if you're in a dynamic where there's quite a few of you, i.e. more than four, I don't think it's a terrible option to want to occasionally go somewhere a bit quieter. Mm. If you're in the same house, in the same area kind of thing, um, as long as you kind of do have the option to sort of say, hey, you cool if I go for half an hour and just hang out down there or whatever. Yeah. I still think that check-in's probably quite more courtesy than anything. I think that check-in's probably quite important. Yeah, it's more of a, are you okay? Are you are you cool if I go, you know, if you've got any mad objections to the whole thing? And if you had said, I don't want you to, actually, I probably would have been a bit pissed off. But you would I have still, been very pissed but off. But I still would have asked you if you were okay and maybe tried to initiate a brief discussion around why. Yeah, I, I think you would have flipped the table <laughs> at that point and smashed the bedroom up. But also, you know, I would I would then challenge you, not then, but now, what is what is not okay about moving to a different room in that particular situation? So because I think in if you're already doing something, then there's lots of people there. 
I think in the situation, actually, that that was absolutely fine. I think mm-hmm. because there was lots going on and we were both occupied and we were both with people that we know and trust and love. I think that makes a huge yeah. difference. I think in a situation where, I don't know, say we were in a club and there was like a pile on and you were like, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'd probably be a bit like, oh, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel quite comfortable with that. If we're in, um, you know, a separate space with friends that we know and it's cool then I, i'm i'm okay with that i would be interested to see how you would react to that though what if you asked to go somewhere yeah. else so I, if i i said all right i, I want to go into the other room with her mm. what would you do and again i think it depends on what situation you're in probably plays a big part in that well if the situation so okay so we're in we're in, uh, we've got a bunch. So, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So, we know that we're away this weekend. Yeah. And there's mm. six of us going away. Yeah. Right. So, say one of the ladies wanted to go into a separate room and play or a different room and play. Okay. What, what would be your thought on that? I don't think it would be <clears throat> a huge um, jump for me because I know them all. I know mm. you all. Um, what could possibly be so secretive that you have to... You know, it's interesting not, though that your tone has changed know, so much over that. But presumably, idea. you're not going to lock yourselves away with a, you know, lock well, the door. Oh, you're going to lock yourself when no. you're away. So why no, would I that be do a that. thing? I would always leave a door open. It's not like, be... like I'm going to a different hotel or something. <laughs> so, uh, but that's my point. So I think you would probably be less receptive mm. of that idea, strangely, than than me, the typically wound up one. Weirdly, I don't know if I would necessarily ask you if I could go to a different room with a bloke. Hmm, interesting. I, okay. I actually don't right. feel I would feel the need to do that. Okay. It was purely because it was some girl and girl time that I hadn't really had properly up until this point. Okay. I actually didn't get it in the end anyway. Of <laughs> 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 the irony. But that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, that's something that I've not so far had. And it seemed like a very, very safe environment to do that because mm. there were lots of people there to entertain you. And it wasn't like I was going in a, there with a dude. And... When you say that, I, all I can think about is that delightful Rick and Morty episode where Jerry just gets dropped off with all the other Jerrys <laughs> and they, they get like a TV to plug in and a remote control and stuff. So, yeah. That, so, But it is fascinating. It I is, literally I the look on Mrs. H's face with me suggesting this suggests that she's not quite comfortable with this idea for me. Um, but it's fascinating that it doesn't mm. make a difference as to why you want to do it. No. Really, it's the fact that you're doing it. I think the surroundings make a difference in the environment and the people, uh-huh. but actually the, the the reasoning behind it, whether you it's just you wanting to go off and play with a girl by yourself or me just doing it because I feel like I'm owed for example, <laughs> not that I do that, um, I can see that you're not quite in that space where you're comfortable with that. And I think that's fascinating to me. Mm. So I, I think this is an ongoing one. I, I think this might come up more and more as we go to more group things. And I'm, I, it's going to be one that we're going to have to watch as we sort of manage our way through the whole process, I think. I think it's something that definitely has the capacity to derail us if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a really awful, dramatic, showdown way. Yeah. I, I just think it it's, as you say, it's kind of chipping away ever so slightly at some, you know, emotions running under the surface yeah. there. But you just sometimes need to just make sure you're okay and bring them out and explore them. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Mm-hmm. So the, the third time... <laughs> the third rule breaker. He's a man, a man that breaks the rules. <laughs> right, it's Alan another Parchett. situation where actually 
you were quite adamant that you wanted to break the rules. I always bloody break this rule. Um, I never rule you on about. You don't and it's, always it's break. Generally, the... me that gets I, a bit het up and carried away. In with each something. situation, mm-hmm. it has been you what has instigated things what? into the rule breaking. <laughs> so I think it was you that instigated DP Day or the DP part of that day. I feel like I'm on trial, all right, well, it, but, but, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, it was you that wanted to play in another room and just went into another room. And it was also you mm. that had something to do with this latest incident. Oh, incident. I say me. incident. It's not really an incident. It's in fact, it's absolutely fine. All right, Columbo, what have you got for me? <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm going to talk a little bit sexy. Oh. By that, I'm just going to lower my voice a little bit and whisper. It's not sexy <laughs> at all. That's just weird. Um, so we went on a social. Yeah. So unfortunately, the other week, we got ghosted or stood up or. Whatever you want to tell it. We, we dicked around dicked. by a bag of dicks. So we had a social book. So just a, a sort of, hey, let's meet some, meet another couple, have a bite to eat or drink and um, and just get to know them. Absolutely. And we'd exchanged a bunch of messages, bunch of mm-hmm. homies out probably. And we we went, we booked the place, told them we booked the place. We went there, we waited and mm-hmm. we told them half an hour before we were going to be there where we were sitting, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And three minutes to go. Well, no, five minutes afterwards. Oh, in fact, we already after. got there and yeah. ordered drinks and they sat there sent waiting. us a message that said, uh, "Oh, we didn't think you were going to show," and they'd <laughs> actually, I think, gone off and had some sort of sexy times with someone else as well at the same time. I, I think they had, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Mrs. H wanted to eviscerate them. Absolutely. I was a Hunt little them down. Bit, yeah, and and kill them. Liam Neeson style. Yeah. Um, <laughs> scream out what you see. Um, <laughs> I was a little bit more reserved on that. I just reported them to Fab as time wasters. <laughs> so we can no longer see what they're doing. They're blocked. And I still had a nice night with you. Well, we still had a nice Obviously. night and we chilled out. But one of the things we found is that we put on on Fab that ah, time wasters, I think was the phrase we used. It was. And we had a number of people get in touch Yes. on the back of that. And it's been really nice, actually, because um, almost it's been a collection of people that have had their time wasted. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the... Um, uncool kids collecting <laughs> together to form one super cool kid, some gestalt exactly thing. That. So, which 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 is fantastic. But we actually had out the back of that, I, I think, a, a social for this weekend just gone. Yeah, which was really exciting because we haven't done a social, one where people had turned up for a while, <laughs> and we started chatting to them. Yeah, and and plus we felt pretty good because all restrictions are lifted at the moment. Yeah. So it feels like a lot more people are starting to venture out, you know, kind of like get to know each other again, taking some baby steps towards feeling a bit more normal. Yeah. And for reasons that are known to them, I'm going to call them David and Amy. (laughs) I think she might kill me for that, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I did nickname him Angel, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, so we we went out for a bite to eat with them. Yes, and they ended up staying in a hotel not mm-hmm. too far far from um, from us. Them. They travelled. Yeah, to they see did us. travel to see us. Very nice of them. Yeah, felt very special. Absolutely had a bite to eat, which is really nice. Yeah. Well, the food wasn't nice. It was a bit crap actually, and I apologise for that. But we didn't cook it. No, we didn't cook it. But I was just a bit. I really wanted the food to be good. And I it was know. So bad. Anyway, then we went for a couple of drinks, mm-hmm. and then we decided that we were going to go to the hotel for a drink before we headed home because we had to be out the next day. We had a big weekend ahead of us. 
I'm laughing because just as you're saying that phrase, I actually know in my mind, I was probably thinking, sure, sure, we're just going to go to the hotel and then have one drink and then go home. Of course we are. genuinely (laughs) thought that's what we were doing. Oh God, you're so good, aren't you? And we had a discussion outside the hotel. So because because Uber doesn't let you travel in more than like three people at the moment in, in, in our hometown, we had to catch two separate cabs. Mm-hmm. to the hotel. So we get there first <laughs> and we have a little discussion and Mrs. H is very much, we are, you know, it's just a drink and then we're going to yeah. go home. Yeah. We've got a long weekend ahead of us. We've got to chill out. Sleep. We've got some guests coming down <laughs> to see us. We're really excited, all this sort of stuff. So I'm like, okay, I've got this. I know what we're doing. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Now, we go and have a drink. We'll get a drink at the bar and they're like, well, should we sit in our room and just chat? And I'm thinking, this doesn't feel like a social. This feels like there's some level of escalation oh, going contrary. on. It was very sociable. It was very sociable. So we're sat in their room, in the hotel room. <laughs> Socially. Drinking, well, just sort of the remaining drink and just chatting away. And they are lovely. They're really nice to chat to. Mm-hmm. And then Mrs. H gets the look. The look. The look. What is this look? The look that's a, normally it's a, a playful. It's the, I want to escalate look. Yeah, it's the normally it starts with you going. I want to. You either say two things. You either want to kiss the lady, mm-hmm. or you want to watch me kiss the lady. Those two things are always the the, the kicking <laughs> off point for you. So you jump on the bed with this. I've got a question, and start clicking your fingers. And I, I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? This feels like a level of of escalation. escalation. And I'm not opposed to the idea of oh, escalation. Oh, good. I'm glad you've added they're, that. They're really nice. They're really attractive. Um, I, I'd love to play with her. And but we have agreed. Yeah. Like, not only do we have a kind of a generic rule or boundary in place where we don't <laughs> play on a first social or date. I know. And we've also agreed this, and there's my wife sort of sat, sitting on the bed going, uh, wouldn't it, can I just give you a kiss? Would that be okay? And Why like, do I sound like William Shatner? I don't know, but you did this whole sort of like, I think it would be really nice if you could give me a kiss, and that would be fantastic, and that would be great. Uh, I think I said it in a nicer way than yeah, that. You but did, yeah, you did, but fine. you did this in this sort of sing-songy <clears throat> kind of like, yep, we're going to... So we start, basically, we end up making out with them, right? Yeah. Now, it's now, what time is it? I like, know, like 1 a.m. Two in the morning? <laughs> 1 a.m. Half one in the morning, I think you're fine? Like, yes, it's late. it was late. We already know <laughs> that it's going to take us 20 minutes to get home and another 20 minutes to, like, get Good to bed, right? right? And we know that we've got a very late night, the following night, and guests coming down. Yeah. Oh, you're so Jedi. <laughs> I am so Jedi, but I'm also, I've been briefed. I've got this. You're making me sound morally reprehensible now. Telling this story. Well, this this is this. Have I not spoken the truth? From a certain point of view. All right, Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. I mean, you've said facts, but <laughs> <laughs> said facts. Yes, I've said. But the you truth. haven't given like context of just you know how attractive these people were, and also just you know how fun it was to feel <clears throat> all the flirty vibes of you know. So spending time with nice people. You literally, and you look like you were in the mood to do some stuff. Look, you literally went. Ah, oh, well, we could do stuff, but we've got to go. But I did I'll, say that, yeah. You did, and, and then you're like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom now. Did Le- I? Yeah, I'm going to leave Mister H to deal with, like, to to figure it out. What, with like, you. checked down a smoke bomb and then went. For no, me. you just literally left me there to fucking. Like, oh. 
That was probably a genius move on my part. No, it wasn't. So I'm awkwardly Are you going. Sure? No, because I'm literally awkwardly going. Well, look, we've got to go soon. It's really late. I, I don't mm. think you're going to get the best of us because it is late now. Mm-hmm. And also, my wife has told me categorically that she didn't want to start something, well, despite the fact that she absolute rotter. I God. know. So I'm like trying to go. Well, it'd be lovely to, but <laughs> like we probably should exit. Mm. And I came back and said the same thing. I seem to recall. No, you- I did. I probably sat there and went, "Yeah, he's right. Oh, it's so late." Fondle, fondle, fondle. Yes. So by the time that, that I'd actually managed to sort of have this conversation, mm-hmm. we could have actually fucked and gone. I know. Procrastination, man. No, it's not procrastination. It's me following <laughs> the fucking boundary and rule that we set anyway. I bet you were so good at school. I bet you followed every rule. You didn't run in a corridor. I bet you were a lunch monitor and <laughs> a was, prefect. I was a perfect, yeah. I bloody knew you'd be a prefect. <laughs> of course I was. Of course I was a perfect. You had a Gryffindor, wouldn't you? I, I, yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'd be the, the the person in Slytherin who gets like chucked out for being rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my dear, you would be a Hagrid. <gasps> with I your broken, shitty umbrella. With my dustbin-sized hands. <laughs> dustbin-lid-sized hands. <laughs> wandering around aimlessly, <laughs> raising dragons and all sorts of shit. Anyway, mm. so... Anyway. Ultimately, you're like... Literally giving me the eyes of can I can we stay can we stay I can did, we stay I did I did so we decided that we'd stay with a cap of yay yeah we've, <laughs> we, we've got twenty minutes and that was joyfully received by all parties oh yeah she and then things escalated really fast because escalated escalated really escalated. fast because you'd obviously put your foot down and been very strict with your rules and made it clear we only had half an hour so what happened in that half an hour then oh we all had hot sex. <laughs> oh, You've you got to describe it a bit more now. We've, we've got, got to get you into the habit of describing this stuff. Oh my goodness. What did you do with him? <clears throat> well, I, I believe I started I love the fact with, that, that I took my glasses off. That she's taken her glasses <laughs> off to get really serious about this really conversation. Serious, yeah, very, yeah. very serious. <clears throat> really serious stuff. So um, she was delightful. She was a really, really sexy lady. And there was a lot of um, you know, kissing and she had... Really lovely boobs. So I remember there was a lot of lying on the bed next to her and we were making out quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And I believe at this point you obviously upped your game significantly and decided that you were in for it. You might as well enjoy it. (laughs) You make it sound like I didn't want to do it. I really did. But I was briefed to the max that we weren't doing that. Well, well, you looked like you were enjoying it. So you got naked. and No, you stripped down to your shorts, I think. And then you started going down on her. Mm -hmm. So that went really well. <clears throat> and I think you made her come. Well, you might not have done, I don't know. But I'm it was very ass- hot. I'm going to assume that I did, because I naturally assume that I did. <laughs> I can't back that up in any shape or form. And Angel, as I called her. <laughs> David. David. Um, should we just clarify, he looks a bit like Angel from Buffy. Well, now you have. Well, yeah, because he did. Okay, fine. Like, he's really, really tall, good-looking guy. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so he, he then um, stripped down a bit as well, and... I gave him a blowjob. Oh, did you? I did. And that was really exciting. Was it now? Yeah, it was. Because again, we were like all, it was really hot, like on the bed, all just kind of like frantically all making out because we knew we had a time frame. So a bit of genius on your part, really, Mr. H. She gave us a time frame. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to like do all the stuff. All right. In, in just a half hour window. I think adding the five minutes to go <laughs> probably helped quite a lot. So yeah, so um, there was some oral, and then I think I'm fairly sure I recall her asking if you would have sex with her. Yeah, 
That's, Is that right? That's pretty much what she... <clears throat> so you did. And then, of course, because you were having sex with her, I then turned around and he was very much a gentleman and he asked if it was okay if he could have sex with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was fucking you from behind while yes, you were knelt on the bed, right? correct. While I was kissing her mm-hmm. and you were fucking her. Mm-hmm. And then he was behind me fucking me. And we we all did this for a little while. <laughs> did this for a, It was only ever going to be a little while, let me assure you. <laughs> but do you know what? It's It was kind of hot, but we had this window of opportunity and... You know, had we played things differently and decided from a word go that it was going to be a meet that involved play, perhaps things would have, you know, started much earlier in the evening and it would have been a much more prolonged making out sexy session where you kind of would have spent a couple of hours doing this kind of thing. But actually we had a half hour because we all decided that, right, fuck it, we're going to do this. I think I said that we had 20 minutes, but we took half an hour. <laughs> and that's fine. I can live with that. I mean, we're not monsters. There was lots but of kissing. Fuck me, were we tired the next day? <laughs> I mean, it was a fantastic experience and really hot. It was really hot. Um, because actually, the it's quite strange in a way, because we'd had that sort of denial piece because we were going to go. <laughs> Everyone was like, okay, all right, fine, fine, fine. We yeah. can't do it. And they were like, we're immediately going to fuck as soon as you guys go out the door. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. There we go. And when we said that, I was like, well. Oh, well, you might as well do it with us, fine. You know? <laughs> so that was really hot and sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a bit of a bend in the rules, really, wasn't it? And this is not one that we've adhered to all the time. I think there have been other occasions. occasions we've where definitely we... broken that rule of our own before. Uh, going way back, actually, even in the early days, we've, we have bent it occasionally. Is this rule more there for things like fab and the sites to set? to sort of remove some expectations of a meet? I think it is definitely a good idea to set expectations if you're having a social that you're not necessarily going to be um, hookups. Yeah. So it is useful to say, actually, we tend to prefer a social to see if we all click first. And I think that's still sensible. However, I think we'd be (laughs) lying if we said we didn't probably go along to meets like this with some kind of level of preparation perhaps yes as in you look nice and you kind of always kind of prepare for just in case because you'd be gutted if it was an amazing amazing connection and then you weren't prepared in any way for it well we weren't because we didn't didn't have any tools lube (laughs) or etc no we didn't actually i mean they 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 did and I had deliberately not packed that stuff because you were absolutely, I know. absolutely adamant that that was, that was what was happening. But so, these connections don't happen very often. Oh, I know Where that. You, you really strike, you know, strike a chord with each other and it all works out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, in all fairness, part of the attraction and the appeal of, of things like this is when things do go really well and you do get that spark and that connection and you think, actually, fuck it, I'm really enjoying this moment mm. and I want things to escalate because... We've all spent four hours together and we've made this great connection. And actually, I feel really turned on now. Yeah. No, and I, get I that. want to escalate now because I feel really sexy. I, I think the important bit for me is around that sort of actually putting the, the idea that, that typically we don't play on first day. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that as a general rule. I agree. But if that connection is there, then, then actually, when the, if you do escalate, it feels extra naughty and there's something great about it. It does. So there is a sort of self imposed rule on this. Well, they're all self imposed rules. So, okay, I've got some questions for you, Mrs. H. Mm. Okay. Do I need to put my glasses back on? No, no, no. What are <laughs> our rules now? 
Oh, God. Um, okay, so we've never obviously done anything so grandiose as commit these to paper or written down a contract or anything. We've no. just spoken about this, haven't we? Yeah. And is it fair that we do have conversations sometimes where we do revisit yeah, these? Yeah, I think, I think so. And I think, you know, my follow-up question is, have they changed? And I think mm. they evolved. And I think they're, some of them have, are still hard and fast and that, that our rule is around safe sex that we don't like to talk to people outside of our chats, for example. I think that's, yeah, I, I definitely, definitely don't ever want us to engage in private chats with people. I think there's there are, there are some elements of private chats by the nature of just having friends that we talk to. And sometimes it's easier to talk to, you know, for Yeah, example, but I mean a sex chat. A sex chat, no. And I, I mean think, like a, um, where you'd kind of go off into a private WhatsApp chat with someone and yeah. start talking about sexy things. Mm-hmm. For me, I'd be that's almost kind of no, that's that's not the same. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. We're we're a team. Yeah. And we meet people together. I so agree. you might we might as well just play separately or together if you're gonna do that. Well and, and that's the other thing. We we don't play we separately. Don't. And I still don't want to and play I think, separately. I think we, we certainly play together wherever we can. Mm. But, but I think there's a flexibility with that depending on the environment, the situation mm-hmm. and the people that we're with. I would suggest. Yeah, I don't want to go on a date with someone apart, you know, away from you, and I don't want you to do the same. I don't like the idea of going out separately. Mm. You might as well just date other people. That's true. And I'm married to you, so I, I kind of like doing this with you. I, I, I agree, and I think that's really important. I think there's there's been some flex and other rules and stuff over the years, but I think broadly it's kind of, you know, sort of things like um, playing with single guys. That's not a more a rule. That's more just of our preferred approach. It's I more think. of a preference. Yeah. Um, and we have obviously once done that, yep. which is cool. And I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm quite open to the idea because you know why wouldn't I be? <laughs> but, well, that's true. But, but also, you'd actually time, have to do some admin. So uh, yeah, yeah that look on that. your face that says says that's not going to happen anytime soon. And plus, I think it is um, an impossible challenge task, really. I think if a moon's aligned again and someone finds us the right way, okay, but I can't see us going looking for it. No, nah, that's true. So so they have changed a bit, but I think there's more flexibility with things. I think things. we've grown with yeah. them. I, uh, I like to think that we're more adults about the conversations we have and we're probably more open to each other's thoughts and ideas around why we want to flex rather than categorically, nope, you're not doing that because... I don't like it. Um, like, for example, the anal thing. Mm. Um, obviously, we've, we've kind of bent that rule a little bit to allow for the DP situation. Yeah. And that was really hot. I actually really, really love the fact that you did. And I watched you do that. And I watched you, you know, putting your cock in another woman's ass. And I actually really enjoyed it. But- I enjoyed it a lot as well, <laughs> funny enough. But I think part of the reason I enjoyed it so much was because I wanted her to experience what I just experienced, which was this DP situation. And I was like, well, now I know what's going to happen next. Now, you know, that's going to happen. <laughs> I was, re- I found the whole situation a real turn on to watch. But I think there is something to be said about sort of things in the moment mm. and certain things can flex in the moment, like the first date type stuff and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But I think the anal thing probably also would flex depending on the person mm-hmm. and the situation. So... You know, I think most of our sort of rules that that we've had in place for the last couple of years are broadly still the same, but there are there are more opportunities to discuss where we're at and how it might 
differ given a changing situation or more comfortable environments. That's kind of where I'm feeling with it. So, um, you know, I, I think separate rooms. Yeah, I think that could work. But I think we have to approach it in the right way and it has to be with the right people. Yeah, definitely. I don't think the reasoning behind it needs to come in as much as you you think it does. Mm. I think it just needs to be a case of, I'd really like that. Is this okay? Mm. And doing it at the right time. It, you know, it's What I don't want to do is for us to look back on an experience and to go, oh, you know what, fucking hell, I missed that. Very much like the Borgie where, you know, you kind of realised that, that you were like, oh, I'd really like to have been fucked. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of want mm. us to sort of go, oh, this hasn't happened or I'd like this. What can we what do can to, we make do it, to, to make it make it happen, happen in so a way that everyone that, has a yeah, shared experience, shared experience, but also an experience that that lifts you up. And, mm. and, and, you know, and it goes for both of us. If there's something that I'd like to do, I should say, and something that you'd like to do, you should say, because if we don't do that, then we're only going to look back and regret it. Well, I think we've had our fair share in the past as well of, of knowing that, you know, sometimes I'm not very good at asking for what I want. It's true. Well, I've got better at it, but it's still not that I'm shameful of it, but there's definitely some occasions where I haven't asked. Yeah, I think that there's definitely been a bit of that. I think, and I, honestly, I think since that whole, and I'm going to go back to, again, that desire trip, the last one where we, that it was much more flexible and it was mm. like, hey, I like you, can I give you a kiss? Mm. That whole uh, approach, I think, changed a lot of the way we think. Yeah, the, the but, fluid dynamic is, is really sexy. And if you can go with it and not let it threaten you in some way and not not be kind of really bent out of shape over the fact that you're just making out with loads of people, it, it's great. Yeah. It's a really, really nice space to play in. And I think it's it's kind of almost having that but at different levels, I think, yeah. is kind of the, the tricky bit. But, you know, we'll see how we go. I think that's fine. Is there anything that's still non-negotiable? Uh, um. Okay. Non-negotiables. I don't think so. I'm not. Mm, I think I'd feel a bit odd if if someone asked you something like, I don't know, would you choke me or something, or something that we we don't find ourselves doing as a play preference anyway, and we have no experience in. Yeah, I think there's. I, I mean, there's there's a danger to that. I think I'm I'm, I'm happy to. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. happy to play rough but at the same point i'm kind of it's not my default yeah and um i wouldn't necessarily seek that out mm. but in the right with the right person like i can dial that up but i probably wouldn't be like a, a 10 doing that because mm. it's just not my forte and not my thing yeah, but you know I, there's only so many brats i can wrestle <laughs> to the floor but i you know i kind of think that yeah i it's an interesting one isn't it I, I probably wouldn't want to go down the route of of choking someone. Yeah, and the other one that I, I obviously I think non negotiable for us both is um, safe sex. Like yeah, we wouldn't bear back, for example, or no, fluid yeah. bond or all that stuff. It's like it's just a risk. It is not worth it, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think that's kind of going to be on on the cards anytime soon. To be fair, and I think that would be so risky, it's it's untrue. Mm. But but talking about risky, actually, this this leads me nicely mm. into the next question: is sort of what about the the COVID situation? Has is that changing some of our rules? Because I think for me, I, yes, I think it will. Has I think there's it's not only changed the way we want to play because I think you know we've avoided clubs and stuff. I think we're you know oh, we'll we're still stepping, continue to for now. I think for, I think for a little now. while until things. Mm calm the fuck down with they ever calm the fuck down mm. but also i think 
people's attitudes to COVID and whether they've been vaccinated and all this sort of stuff are definitely influencing whether I want to hang around them or, or, or even play with them. So for me, part of that conversation now that we, we have to have along with the safe sex and along with the testing and all the other stuff is, is around, you know, are you vaccinated? Mm. How do you feel about this? And I think if someone was to say, you know, I don't believe in vaccinations or, you know, I'm 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 down with the just all this sort of approach. I it would put me off. I would literally have to pull the plug. Well, this is a really difficult one because it's it's a very polarizing opinion and it's one that's divided a lot of people over the last 18 months. And I have friends who are staunchly against the the concept of this being a pandemic and who are very anti-vax. Yeah doesn't mean I want to necessarily not be friends with them, but I've definitely got a very different opinion. But I wouldn't want to be in close contact. No, I, wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to put my dick into that craziness. Say, the difficulty is now, having witnessed the behaviour of <clears throat> multiple people over the, the course of the pandemic for the last 18 months, and knowing that some people have openly defied rules, um, back to those rules, openly defied mandatory requests to avoid close contact and have actually actively gone out of their way and sought meets and, you know, sexual situations. I, I do feel that, you know, they, they have a very laissez-faire approach then to other people's safety. I mean, their own safety, I couldn't give a shit about, frankly, if they want to make those dangerous choices and decisions, fine. But it's what they're doing to other people. Well, that's if they're, and they're that putting other people at risk. With, with the way that they handle COVID, then how laissez-faire they're the same with the STDs yeah, and condoms and all that other stuff. So for me, it's become a bit of a flag for people to avoid. Now, we've been very lucky in that the people that we've spoken to have broadly been sort of fairly pro-vaccination, fairly sensible. Mm. They're not going out all the time. They're not in, you know, not doing other stuff. Yeah, I but, think we've we've done quite, we know, we know what people have been doing and you know we've we've kind of kept up to speed with things like that that being said do you know what i think maybe sometimes people's approach to um std testing or you know testing generally i actually think there are some people out there who probably still do that but don't believe in the pandemic thing i think there's probably a pocket of people yeah, who, who may have that opinion that no matter how rigorous they are with their STI testing, they may have a very strong opinion that COVID pandemic doesn't really feature in their wheelhouse of things they want to be safe about. Yeah, but wouldn't that put you off someone? Uh, yeah, and then again, yes. But what if they lie? Well, what, uh, and, 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 and how far do you yeah, take but this? To do a certain you, extent, do you yeah. ask them to prove that they're vaccinated? Do you? Well, I, I think there is a there is a kind of when you meet someone and you have that conversation and you start going through some of this stuff, I think you, at one point you have to draw the line and it's whether you mm. need definitive proof or whether you're happy to accept the conversation. And I think at the moment we've been kind of happy to accept the conversation because the people have said enough stuff that's kind of made me think... It's cool, that we're they, good. That mm. It feels like they're behaving. As with anything in this sort of lifestyle, this is all risk and you, you, you kind of minimise the risks to how you want. I know some people aren't out there and playing at all because they're mm. still worried about it. Some people, and we've seen it in the States particularly, and a, a cat dag and all that sort of stuff, they're, they're full on out there. They're in the parties. Mm. Doesn't fucking matter to them. Now, right. I'm not at the stage where I feel comfortable going out and doing all that sort of stuff. No. I think, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm just about comfortable because with our social, which, mm. by the way, is fucking amazing on the Discord. Those guys are knocking <laughs> it out. We've got a Discord going. It's great. 
love those guys you're <laughs> oh, doing yeah, amazing shout out to you lot <laughs> another six chats they're asking for threads every six and a half oh, minutes God. love it but yeah I, I honestly i think you know you kind of you, you've got to take all of this with a pinch of salt and you've kind of got to go got to work your way through how you feel about it and and kind of make up your own mind as to how safe you want to be and I think, you know, you could argue that we're we're probably not being that safe by going out and meeting people and and having sex with them and, and so on. But I, you know, the, the sensible part of me is going, well, actually, we've talked to them. We we understand that they've, you know, done STD checking mm-hmm. or STI checking or whichever way around. And they, they vaccinated or said they vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They seem like trustworthy people. I think that's probably enough for us. Or for me, yeah. but if they seem dodgy about it, if their viewpoints are slightly dodgy, then I think I probably I'd probably be wary and I'd probably pull the plug. So, but it's all about how you mm. feel about people, you know. I agree, and also I think in terms of what you're saying about the club environment. So you know, currently we don't feel like a club is something we want to venture out to. Um, I'm I'm watching to see what happens really about you know the industry around the adult entertainment particularly are they going to bring in vaccine passports which they're talking about at the moment for things like nightclubs and i'm assuming that would extend to places like um clubs as well you know and if you've got vaccine passports built in to you know your apps and you can you can prove that you've been vaccinated and that's your gateway into you know going to a venue where you can play safely with people then that could be the the way forward and that might reassure people that at least people have armed themselves sufficiently yeah so I also know that, you know, being doubly vaccinated doesn't actually mean you won't get it. No, I, I <laughs> but it, it means thing, it, it downgrades it potentially to a bad cold rather yeah. than it means you're less likely to be, be impacted by it yeah. and you're less likely to spread it. Yeah. Less likely, but still mm. able to. And I think that's really important to keep mm. in the in the back of your head. Yeah. So I'm gonna have a look at a Twitter. Read out a few of the Twitter. comments. Yeah, Twitter, you know. We asked people, you know. And that we, you know, we told people that we're going to be recording about rules, and we said, you know, what are your swinging rules? What happens if you break them? Have they changed over the years? Are there any rules that you can't stand? Now, a few people were they didn't like the term rules. <laughs> that inspired its own sub debate, didn't it? Really, it, it did. And I get that. I understand that people don't like certain terminology, but ultimately, what we're talking about is the agreed etiquettes or behaviours or standards or whatever you want to call them mm. between you and your partner or you and your, or your partners. Set of values, yeah, your set of defined agreements between you as, as um, a play dynamic. I so guess. I'm going to read a few of these out. Okay. If yours doesn't get read out, sorry. Aww. You know, not yours. Oh. Uh, just other, you know, <laughs> listeners. But so bump and grind, they said communication is the single most important thing for successful play. The no kissing rule is not one I get on board with. I'm going to lick your wife out and probably suck your cock. So not kissing is a little silly at that point. Oh, my goodness. The the no no kissing kissing rule. rule. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Well, we said don't yuck someone's yum. No, it's really important not to do that. And be respectful. And and to be respectful. It's not a rule that I I struggle to understand it because I think without kissing somebody, I find it really hard to get... I think I read somewhere you know, that someone said the train's not leaving the station if there's not a kiss involved. Yeah, so I kind of, I get <laughs> that. that. Made me laugh. But communication, um, whilst not necessarily a rule, I think is absolutely vitally important. The wonderful swingers help. They jumped in and said, if it would help, we asked our, about rules in our swinger survey. So there's, if you find the link on Twitter, you can go in and mm. see all the oh, beautiful, cool. beautiful data about that. Okay. Sizzle said, we have boundaries and rules. Boundaries can be pushed a little or flexible. Uh, although they seem to be mainly rules at the moment, which are safe sex, no anal communication. We regularly talk about our rules and sometimes they change. There used to be many more than those three. 
Okay. That's, that's fair. I can understand why you kind of cut things down it's a bit. It's funny and... because I remember way back we we did have that, oh my goodness, we're never going to full swap. It's got to be soft swap first and yeah. then eventually full swap. And, uh, and we've changed a bit since yeah, then, clearly. Uh, Wenware said, never understood the no kissing rule. A lot of love for that one tonight. Uh, <laughs> you can put your mouth anywhere else apart from my lips because that's too intimate, feels like insecurity. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people struggle with this one. Uh, Deliberate and precise said, number one, Talk, 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 combined, of course, with the requisite listening. Well, that's fair. I think, you know, rather than a rule, I think that's just a, an approach to me. Mm. But, you know, up to you. The boy said, uh, was talking to Kitty Dagger about this yesterday. We don't have many rules, really, just kind of guiding statements. We prefer to play together. We don't do anal, but neither of us like it anyway. We always social first. We don't like short notice meets. And to be fair, we're kind of broken some of those rules anyway. We didn't even realise it at the time. <laughs> and that's fair. I, I think that, you know, guidelines, I like the idea of that because there's some flex to it. Um, Sarah or Sarah said, uh, I slash we are still figuring out our rules and finding out what is right for us. The big non-negotiable thing for us is honest communication. This means not just being honest about what you're doing, but needs, wants and desires too. One for you there, Mrs. H, I think. You what? <laughs> being honest about what you want ah. uh, Mr Nerdy jumped in and um, he said interested thread uh, rules such a strange term we don't have rules we have shared agreements and understanding uh, one what works and what wouldn't and I, I think this is another one where the language of rules is, is a tricky one yeah, for them. It's semantics, so. isn't it? But that's fine. I, you know, it's all the same thing. Uh, little Miss Slutty Pants. Oh, hello there, Miss Slutty Pants. <laughs> nice to see you again. Uh, our few rules are safe sex, communicate so much that you annoy each other, and to remember why we do it, which is to have fun. There are other things we do that are more like avoiding problems than rules. For example, avoiding situations that might strain our relationship. Mm. I like that. That's good. That feels nice. I think it, it sounds protective. It sounds like you're looking out for each other's best interests and looking after each other. Yep. Uh, our Secret Life, or hello to them. Uh, we went from parallel play to soft play to full swap within weeks. <laughs> the rules that have stayed are safe sex and staying together. I think the situation of the last podcast would be okay, i.e. moving away from a group of friends. That's because Mr. L would know I'm safe and liking clubs. And then I think she's gone on to add, uh, come to think of it, the latter has happened at a small party. It didn't feel like we were apart. Mm. Tony, I, Tony, bless him, said, look forward to listening. A valuable contribution to the discussion there. Thank you, mate. <laughs> uh, Miss Clipbang, hello, Clipbang, said, uh, Mr. Sprite doesn't care what anyone else's rules are because if we didn't like what they were doing, we wouldn't play with them. I see his point, but I definitely would be disappointed to find out on a meet that there, was, there would be no kissing. Yeah. I still can't wrap my head around that. It's um, it's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? I'm quite intrigued to hear from people actually <clears throat> who do have that rule or that preference, let's say, since rules such a trigger, um, but who have that kind of we reserve kissing just for us as it's intimate. I'm quite intrigued to hear from people as to why. Yeah, it's be, really, it'd be interesting. I'd really like to understand it. I, as I say, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not trying to yuck your yum. I'm just. I just don't get it. Well, it's it's an interesting. I don't know one. how I can have sex with someone if I can't kiss them. Clip bang follows this up though. Well, we had a same room rule, which mm. was forgotten the same night yours was. <laughs> uh, like you said, no one died, but I think we'll keep that rule for now, except an exceptional, i.e., borgy where everyone is awesome. <laughs> circumstances. Fair play. So agreed. what she's saying is there going to, there's going to be another borgy. I'm, I'm hoping so. Deep Space Nine one. 
That would be good. No one likes Deep Space Nine. They love Deep Space Nine. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, Curious Kitty. Hello, Curious Kitty. Nice to see from you again. Oh, hear from you again. Uh, No sex on the first meet has been a standing rule for me, but I've broken it a couple of times for select people. I guess it becomes a little more irrelevant in a club situation. And then his cock, her tail. Yeah. Respect, guys. Uh, There is a difference between just rocking up and fucking and having a social and deciding not to take things further. And he says... I think it's him. I think given the current climate, playing with people you've only just met is a bigger deal than before. So I think he's talking about the whole COVID thing there. Yeah. The Diz Nerds. Hello, Diz Nerds. Lovely, lovely people. Lovely to see you recently. Said, fascinating subject. We had so many rules when we started out with no kissing being one of them. <gasps> see, there you go. There has been a natural evolution as time gone as time has gone on. And most of these early rules no longer exist. But we also totally get that people want boundaries and respect that. Mm. which I would say would be a crying shame had they not done that because they are delightful to kiss. There we go. There we go. Uh, Foxy Couple said, I think we have a few actually. Same room, although we discussed your scenario of moving naturally to another area. Safe sex, always. We will always play together, never separate. And we also don't text slash chat with anyone singularly. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. Mm. So our good friends at Keeping Secrets podcast said, Des and I have found that staying together at parties and events gets the best results. No drama if we can see what the other is up to. Pretty much our only rule. Nice. Like it. Hello, guys. Uh, Rebel Couple said, we are making the least amount of rules as possible so we can be open to experiences with the expectation we'll be talking about likes and dislikes for future play. Nice. Okay. Uh, YGK Couple said, used to be always in sight, uh, i.e. clubs. Now I've been given a hall pass. Haven't used it yet. It is sort of new territory, and I'm a bit hesitant in case it creates unintended consequences. Marriage is number one priority, so must take it slow. That's interesting. So it's a whole pass where you're basically given permission to go and sleep with someone you want. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Real res- real residue? Okay. <laughs> Said, uh, number one, her house, her rules. Number two, any questions refer back to number one. Yeah. It seems like a balanced thing to me. <laughs> it's our house, our rules. But, you know, fine. Fair point. Uh, delightful Star-Lord and Penny Lane. Looking forward to meeting them soon. They're coming to our social, yep. I believe. They said, we are still very new to it, but we have a few rules. But we also know these could evolve over time. But at the moment, safe sex, same room, no anal, no taking for the team, no private chats, good communication all the time. The kissing rule would be disappointing, as I love that, love that, but always respect each other's preferences and you can have different fun with different people. Very nice. The delightful two or more to tango. And I'm getting there. Honestly, folks, I am getting there. I know there's a lot to get through. Uh, said, oh, how they've changed, lol. Starting uh, girl, girl only, then soft swap. Could never imagine full swap, then full swap all pretty quickly. Still same room, though. Thinking of trying separate just to try it. Condoms are a non-negotiable must. And they are fine with soft swap. Couples, um, we like that they, or they like that they aren't into full swap yet. That's nice. Uh, okay, there's loads of comments out. Uh, Melly Mia said, there aren't any rules I can't stand, just ones that make me incompatible with someone. It's a really good point, actually. My sexuality is ever-changing, so my rules are flexible. Uh, not safe sex, that stays the same. Being in a couple but swinging separately means the main rule is honesty and openness. And she goes on to say that the, the amount of men um, in a swinging relationships who message her without their partner's knowledge is high, too high. I would agree with that. Uh, Craigums, nice name, said, same room, we like to see each other in pleasure. 
Curvalicious said, one of our big rules is no staying overnight. That's interesting. Uh, Chris Phillips said, uh, what she says is final. This really is a world where equality needs to be kept in its place at times. Disagree. <laughs> this is all about balance for me. You know, I think we all deserve an equal I'm not sure thing. I understand why, uh, why she has, why it's her thing, thing but anyway. rather than their thing. But that's fine. That's their thing. Surely it's, it should be an agreement between you. Okay. The two of us, or the twoofs. The twoofs. I know they hate that. Twoofs. <laughs> uh, said that we don't consider them to be rules as such, more boundaries that can be negotiated around. We will still not play with attached people without their partner's knowledge, and it will always be safe from starting out to having meets your views and concerns change. Cool, that's fine. Um, Keely, Kaylee, Swingers said, can't stand the no kissing rule. You can fuck my wife slash husband, but you can't kiss them. Just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that are sort of chiming in on that. So I think lots of really interesting debate there, particularly around the no kissing thing. But as mm. we said, I think, you know, I can understand why people feel that way right at the beginning because it is quite a significant step. But I think most people seem to, not knocking you if you haven't, but seem to overcome that pretty quickly. But how do you, all right. I mean, it's a genuine question. How do you initiate sex without kissing someone? Um, How? I, well, Surely it's like a, a, a starter for everything. And that's where I think I'd struggle with it. It's not for me. I'm sure people How do How do you get turned on? <laughs> How do you know there's a, a spark and a connection there? Well, I'm sure there are, that you could touch somebody and that you could like play with their hair. Oh, so or, like, can I jack you off but not kiss you? Yeah, that sort of thing. It feels, to me, it feels um, quite a, bit a jump. Clinical. Well, not so much clinical. It right, just feels, just like, feels bit, like there's a know. step missing. But, you know, we all know how I feel about various steps to, to various <laughs> things. So, I, I, honestly, I think it's one of those things that for some people, I'm sure it's absolutely relevant for others. Um, wow, a hat just, a hat just magically jumped jumped, fell out. You leaned back on it and it, and it oh. leapt to its hat-like doom. It's hat freedom. It's a top hat. It's very nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, for some people, it's it's their thing and I, I don't want to disrespect that. So ultimately, I'm sure they make it work for them. Mm. But I, for me, I, I would struggle without kissing someone. And, and, and I think, you know, some of the people that we've kissed are amazing at it. And I would, I would be upset at the thought of not kissing them again. Yeah, no, I would agree. Yeah, I like kissing you. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it's like one of my most favourite of all things. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Ah, hmm. What do you think would happen if we if we didn't have these all right, agreements, set of values, whatever you want to refer to them as? What if what if people just decided to abandon that and just see what happened? Well, I have a good old purge. Um, <laughs> I, I think for for us, it, I, I would struggle with it because I like having a level of uh, understanding of where things can go in yeah. play. I think it, it like, what I like, what I'd be really worried about if the world was our oyster and we could do anything and everything, mm. then we would never be mentally prepped for what we'd see and experience and do. So I think it would, it would probably end in lots of arguments like you did what you did how did where did you what like and, and again if you don't set some definitions out from you know and we could turn around and say well you never told me that wasn't okay yeah how are you supposed to know i think that's that's the thing for me and i think that's why this communication is absolutely critical i don't think if it's a rule i think it's before the rules it's mm. it's the the foundation of everything and you've got to chat all of this stuff through so even if it's not a rule or a boundary at least you kind of know what's, you had a conversation, yeah, yeah. what's acceptable and what's not because if you haven't done that then 
you know, you're open to all sorts of bloody disasters. <laughs> kind of where my head's at anyway. So I think that's probably it for rules and boundaries today. Um, you know, I think we're going to keep talking about ours and we do every so often. And it's sexy to do it as well, I think, yeah, because, you know, we, we have a chat about what's been going on. How do we feel about it? Um, recounting that little moment mm -hmm. earlier was, was really nice and I enjoyed that. So, you know, if you're sat at home and you're thinking, oh, we haven't talked about rules for ages, there's some fun ways to do it and explore how you'd feel in certain scenarios. So, you know, go and make the most of that. What I will say is if you want more of us, then you can sign up to a Patreon. Look at me going all promotion-y, hey? <laughs> uh, and that's pa uh, patreon.com forward slash bedhoppersuk. Mm. Yeah, come and join us. It's really fun. Um, there is a Discord there, but no one's using it yet. But, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll you put me out. in it. Well, yeah, it's, it's you, me, and, and, everyone and knows one other person. I love a chat. Well, that's exactly it. But we will be releasing different things on there. Uh, we're doing some video clips soon, so we'll be able to post those so you can um, look at our faces or something. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you like, oh, really. because there's not enough of your face out there already. There isn't enough of my face out there. I won't stop until there's a monument built, even if it's on the side of our own house. <laughs> but yeah, feel free effigy. to do that. Uh, we've got some exciting things coming up, and hopefully by the time we come back to you in a couple of weeks, we'll have some amazing sexy stories to share as well. Oh. And some fun. Uh, and adventures yes. so um, <clears throat> hopefully we can do that and hopefully um, we may be able to get some guests we'll see how it goes you know fingers crossed see how they feel or how drunk we can get them <laughs> <laughs> until then Mrs H do you want to do your thing I do well thank you for hopping into our bed Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. This is episode 108. Well, it should be 108, really, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it could be. A lot of H. A lot of H. Well, there's two H. Double H. Yeah, all Wait, the H. Wait, that's something quite different. Is it? That's big boobs. Preparation H. It feels good on the whole. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We've got a bit of stuff to cover. Okay, I big know. boobs. Big, what? No, I don't like this. It's shit. Okay. A little tummy squeak. That was a chair. It's a little tummy squeak. <laughs> You're not helping me at all. We're recording all of this. <laughs> a little tummy squeak. Okay, okay, I'll be quiet. Hello and welcome to episode 108 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Tits McGee. Oh, thanks, Tits McGee. Welcome. Welcome. Thank I'm you. the special guest today. <laughs> Are you really? You're a very special guest. You're actually Thank Mrs. You. H. How do you know? Um, I saw through your clever disguise. Ah, fuck, this is oh. all.